Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host Sara Davison shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. My name is Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. Now on today's episode we are diving in to International Women's Day. Yes I wanted to do a special episode because International Women's Day is a really big deal. And this year, the theme is hashtag choose to challenge. So International Women's Day means so, so much to so many of us. It covers female empowerment, women's rights, equality, injustice in the workplace, politics, domestic abuse, especially right now, as the rates unfortunately are soaring due to the pandemic. And International Women's Day covers so, so much more. It's really a day to recognize those women in your life who have supported you and urged you on and helped you become who you are today. Maybe they've been there when things are really tough. Maybe they've held your hand, given you a cuddle, been at the end of a phone or FaceTime, Zoom video right now. Those women who not only have been there in the tough times, but are also pleased and genuinely happy for you when the good times come around and they're there by your side to celebrate with you too. Maybe they inspired you to make a change in your life, or maybe you're grateful to them for the life you're able to lead now. Maybe they campaigned many years ago for changes that now we reap the rewards for. I think I don't know if you've noticed this, but you can always recognize the strong women in the world because they are the ones supporting other women, helping them up when they need help and cheering them on all the way. So working together as women, we're stronger. We are more empowered if we work together and are united. So today, have a think about which women in your life you can reach out to today to let them know that you care to support them, or even maybe just thank them for the part they played in your life. Imagine if you got one of those calls, what a difference it would make for you. And you have the power to give that gift to somebody really who's done so much for you. And now you have the power to give that gift to somebody else. So have a think today on International Women's Day about who you want to reach out to and thank them or just show up in their lives to let them know that you care. The hashtag choose to challenge theme that they have this year is a wonderful thing because it encourages us all to stand up, speak out and let our voice be heard on those issues that we're really passionate about. Now, obviously, that is easier to say, but for many of you listening, it might be harder to do. Now, that could be for lots and lots of different reasons that it's hard for you to stand up and speak out on something. Maybe you've been told in the past that you're just not good enough. So you don't believe your voice is worthy of being heard. 
I had a client recently who was told by a teacher at school that she would never amount to anything. And so in her mind as a child, she accepted that a teacher, a person in authority, would know. And that overruled her own beliefs. And she accepted that as a fact. Maybe your self-esteem or your confidence is really low right now, which would be totally understandable coming out of a breakup or a divorce. So don't beat yourself up about that, but do acknowledge that maybe that's where you are if your confidence is low right now. Maybe you wouldn't speak out because you just don't think you're clever enough or bright enough. Maybe you don't think that your one voice would actually make any difference at all. Maybe you think that you don't have enough resources or money to be able to make a difference. Maybe you're thinking, gosh, well, I just don't know if anyone would really be interested to hear anything I have to say. Or maybe you've been betrayed or you've been hurt in the past for voicing your feelings. So you've learned not even to try, just like you might if your voice had never been listened to. Maybe you tried to speak out. Maybe you have spoken out in the past, but it just made no difference. Maybe given the fact that you're going through a breakup and divorce right now, you're just too tired. Now, you know, finding the energy when you are drained and you're going through the lost cycle of those emotional roller coaster, then that's understandable. Sometimes maybe it feels easier to accept the status quo than to challenge it. Or maybe you are worried about the consequences of standing up for what you believe in. Maybe it would have an impact not just on you, but other people. And also, of course, maybe for some people listening right now, it's just not safe for you to speak out right now. So all these factors will play a part in why you might choose not to take part in hashtag choose to challenge. And of course, some of those are very real. For some people, they may be in very real danger if they did act or speak out, or there might be consequences that would impact their loved ones and not just affect them. However, the good news is there is a way you can choose to challenge, even if you can't speak out right now, because you can do it internally. There is an empowering mindset that you can adopt that enables you to challenge yourself to step up and turn things around internally. For those of you who listen to my podcast and have heard my episodes about taking control of the remote control to your brain, this is what I'm talking about. We all have a dial, the remote control to our brain, but a lot of us don't know how to use it, okay? We're not given a manual when we're born, right? This is how you learn to walk, and this is how you deal with conflict, and this is how you manage relationships. Unfortunately, we don't get that. So we learn from our environment, from the other people around us, and sometimes by trial and error. So what that means is we pick up strategies that maybe aren't as effective as other strategies that, that may be more empowering or successful. So given it's International Women's Day, it's important to recognize that you are meant to be the leading lady in your own life, okay? You're not the support act, you are the leading lady. So it is time to give yourself permission to step up. Now, I was talking about being the leading lady in your life with my coaches. So I trained people to become breakup and divorce coaches and we have a lovely community of coaches. As you can imagine, just to do this job, you kind of have to be pretty warm and friendly. So it's a super supportive group and we're really honest with each other. And when we were talking about it, Jane said to me, but Sarah, I just don't think I'm clever enough to do this. Now, 
for those of you who feel that you're not bright enough, maybe you weren't top of the class, maybe you weren't very academic. Well, there is a myth, okay? I'm just gonna dispel it right now for you. The myth that your IQ and academic ability is what matters most is just simply not true, okay? Some recent research showed that 75%, so way more than half, 75% of what causes us to be successful is not academic and technical skills, but how you get along with other people and how you handle yourself. And that rates so much higher than IQ. So that's a relief, right? <laughs> I know I was certainly never at the top of my class. And actually the way I was trained at school was that if you weren't top of your class, you probably wouldn't be successful. So I think it's kind of ingrained in us, or certainly those from my generation, that actually if you didn't perform well at school and you weren't top of the class or you weren't super bright, then you just wouldn't be as successful in life. But have a think. Have a think about the people who you went to school with and where they are now and just see if that rings true. A recent client of mine, Rebecca, told me that she just didn't feel she had enough resources in her life to make it a success. She was really struggling for cash and all her focus was going towards making money. But interestingly, a recent positive psychology study showed that only 10%, so very little, 10% of your future happiness is based on external factors like what you have and material possessions and money. 90%, a whopping 90% depends on how you process the world you find yourself in. So are you a glass half empty kind of person? Or are you a glass half full? Because that will determine how you feel and your future happiness. So that's interesting, isn't it? It's not what you have in your life that determines it. It's how you process it, how you filter that information, how you internalize it. So fascinating because you are in control of that, right? It's not external, it's internal. The remote control to your brain will determine your future happiness. Now, they looked at groups of people. So they looked at kids in poor countries, kids outside playing in the dirt. Now, some of them were happy, but some of them were sad. So you look at that and you think, gosh, that's interesting because they're in the same situation, but they both view it very differently. And that's all down to how you process the world, okay? Also, they looked at the other end of the spectrum. So wealthy people, so people with lots of money. Now, many of us might assume that if you've got lots of money, then life is easier, you're gonna be happier. And that makes a big difference. However, interestingly enough, some people with money are very, very happy. And some people with money are very, very sad. So that all comes down to how you process the world you find yourself in. So we are all in charge of how we feel. We all have the remote control to our brain, but often we just don't know how to use it. Now, if someone's treated you really badly in the past, or you've had a tough time, that doesn't have to define your future. It's not what happens to you in life that defines you. This is really important. It isn't what happens to you in life that defines you. It really isn't. It's what you do about it that makes you the person you are. And we all know people who've had horrendous things happen to them, but they pick themselves up and they carry on. Whereas there's other people when tough times happen, it becomes all they talk about, all consuming. And that becomes their 
identity moving forward. They drag it around like baggage everywhere they go, that gray cloud. Now, obviously, people have different ways of processing the world. We also have different coping strategies, okay? But you can learn coping strategies. Interestingly, now we're in the pandemic. I think a really interesting point is when we're going through stress normally and anxiety, like the pandemic has caused in our lives right now, we will look elsewhere for distraction to get out of that state. So we'll go for dinner with friends, we'll go out, we'll party, we'll do things. We might go to the office and work extra hours. We'll do things to distract our mind from the stress and anxiety. Now that's a very successful coping strategy in a lot of ways. However, right now with the pandemic, that's been removed from us. We no longer can take ourselves out of that. We can no longer go out and distract ourselves if you're in lockdown like we are here in the UK. So we're having to look internally and use our internal coping strategies, which guess what? They don't teach us that at school. They don't have that topic on the curriculum. Should they? Oh, well, yeah, I think they should. <laughs> but then again, I'm not in control of the educational curriculum, unfortunately. So it's not happening right now. But I definitely think that learning how to use the remote control to your brain, just going on a discovery at a young age of what makes you tick? Why do you resolve conflict in the way you do? Is it the healthiest, most successful way of resolving conflict? It's not necessarily about changing you but just consciously understanding that you have a go-to way of resolving something. Your weapon of defense against someone being mean to you might be the silent treatment, or it might be a passive aggressive response. So we learn this. Now that doesn't mean it's the best way forward. It's just what we've learned unconsciously. So by recognizing it consciously can really help us make better choices in life so we can cope better. Now, given the pandemic right now, we are having to rely internally on ourselves or the people we live with in the house. Hence, the divorce rate is rocketing by 122% in the UK and more in the States. It's hardly surprising, unfortunately, because we're not actually taught these strategies. We don't go on that voyage of discovery unless you're listening to podcasts by people like Anthony Robbins, Paul McKenna. Obviously, my heartbreak to happiness that you're tuning into right now all these sources of self-help, personal development, whatever you want to call it, are extremely empowering. And given that it's International Women's Day, then female empowerment is what it's all about in this episode. So I'm all for you taking back your control and learning to use that remote control. Remember, you don't need permission from anyone. We're not at school anymore. Thank God, I hear you say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not at school anymore. We don't need to wait for the teacher to give us permission or the headmaster to sign our permission slip before we can do something, okay? You only live once and it's never, ever too late to turn things around or to choose to challenge yourself, to step up. You don't have to speak out as you can choose to challenge by your actions. Now, you can take your control back, for example, by no longer tolerating bad behavior towards you. You can rebuild your boundaries of what is acceptable behavior for you and redefining what you're no longer willing to tolerate. Nuh-uh, no more, I won't tolerate that. So if you imagine your boundaries like a brick wall around you, representing what is acceptable behavior in your relationship, okay? Whether it's a friend, a family member, a partner. Now, every time someone treats you badly, 
a brick is removed from that wall. Now, if you don't say, whoa, hold your horses, uh-uh, that is not acceptable behavior in my book, then that brick is gone for good, okay? And the lower level now becomes your new boundary level or a wall with holes in it, which as we know, is not gonna be as strong as a full brick wall. So this will carry on with brick after brick after brick being removed until your boundaries are barely there at all. It's very slow and corrosive. If they came in on day one and bulldozed your whole brick wall down, you'd hopefully be like, uh-uh, no, no, sling your hook, off you go. But because it's slow and it happens gradually, and maybe that relationship with that person has grown and strengthened and deepened, it's harder to get out of that dynamic of the relationship. So we stay. Now, if you choose to challenge, you can rebuild those boundaries by looking at what you will no longer tolerate anymore and resetting them. Another good way to choose to challenge yourself right now is to detox your life of all the things that just don't serve you right now. Or maybe they just don't make you happy. So maybe it's smaller things like things around your home that make you sad because they remind you of tough times or your ex or people that you really don't have time for. Or maybe you've got a pile of papers in the corner that just every time you look at it, your heart sinks and thinks, oh my goodness, I've got to get onto those. So it's about detoxing your life, stepping up and clearing those things out to remove those triggers from your life. Also, the people that drag you down, that don't support you or have your back. How many times do you have to learn the lesson? Okay, how many times? Because if someone's let you down once, the likelihood is they're going to do it again. So it's about cutting these people out or reducing the time you spend with these energy vampires in your life that really drain you of resources that you need right now. Also, getting yourself a Teflon suit that you can zip up. Okay, it's imaginary, I know. But a Teflon suit, so you can imagine it in whatever color you want, but you can surround yourself in it and zip it up from your feet right up to above your head. Now, this protects you because everything that gets thrown at you will just wash off. Nothing sticks, okay? So having your Teflon suit to zip up before you go into difficult situations or to help you manage some of the tough times you're in right now will also help you to cope better. Now, if you are the leading lady in your life, which I really hope you are, okay? And if you're not, let's look at how you could be. Now, how would the leading lady in your life, if you were her, how would she stand? How would she talk? Would she stand tall with her shoulders back? Would her voice be steady and expressive? How would it be for you? What would she do and how would she respond to some of the situations and challenges you've got going on right now? So acting as if is really a good way to break through some of the challenges right now. So acting as if you are the leading lady in your life will really help strengthen you at times where you're struggling. So you don't actually have to believe it right now. That's okay. I can hear some of you saying, well, acting as if is just all a bit fake. Aha. Uh -huh. But your brain doesn't actually know the difference between it being real and imagined. So if you act as if, then it all starts to fall into place because it's almost like you're taking control of your body. 
if you're acting like you're definitely not the leading lady, you are the support role, then you can guarantee that that's what's going to show up in your life. So why not give it a go? Try it. You don't need all the answers right now. You just need to start and see how those new opportunities start to show up for you. Now, it's important to look for the good because quite often the good will show up, but we're so focused on the bad that it passes us on by, okay? The number of opportunities we miss because we're looking down and we're looking at the pain in our lives rather than looking for the little silver lining or the flip it, as some of you will know from some of my previous episodes, flip it, finding the good in any situation and focusing on that is the best way to notice the opportunities that are showing up from the new actions and behavior that you're doing. I think that changing the words you use will also make a massive difference. Now, some of you are gonna say, yeah, okay, I've tried that before. Okay, you may have tried it before, but I would like you, if you don't mind for International Women's Day, just to try this one phrase. And I want you to say it out loud three times in the morning when you're on your own in your bathroom, maybe where no one else can hear you, okay? And those words are, maybe you might need a pen to write it down. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> I'm a friggin' rock star. <laughs> yes, Sarah's gone mad. No, I mean it. I'm a friggin' rock star. I'm a friggin' rock star. Now, why? Why do I say that? Because I know it's going to push you way out of your comfort zone. And importantly, it's really essential that you do push yourself way out of your comfort zone because you're going to ping back. Okay, like a rubber band, you're going to ping back unless we pull that so that it distorts the rubber and it never pops back to the same way again. So that's why we need to push it and pull it and extend it as far as we can. Now, I know that's extreme, but if you said, I'm okay, or I'm having a great day, I mean, it's better than nothing, but it's still not going to push you out of your comfort zone to get those massive positive changes that I really would love you to experience. Standing like the leading lady in your life, speaking like you are the leading lady in your life, acting as if, and smiling to be proud of who you are just the way you are. There'll always be areas of work in progress and you might like to be a few pounds lighter or learn a new skill. Yeah, okay, everybody has those things that they have as work in progress in your life, but who you are right now is perfect. You are perfect just the way you are. Now, sometimes we feel stuck and that's what stops us from moving forward or stepping up. And sometimes we feel we can't do something. We can't choose to challenge because of past events. But the past doesn't have to equal the future. Again, you choose. It's your life. Georgie, a client of mine, had been criticized a lot by her mother as she grew up. If she cleaned her room, her mum pointed out what she'd missed. If she got a good grade at school, her mum would point out another subject where she needed improvement. If she wore an outfit and spent hours getting ready and went downstairs, her mum would always point out a way to improve it. So Georgie learned from that unconsciously that her best was never good enough. No matter how hard she tried, it was never going to be enough. She just simply wasn't good enough. And this was a life lesson that she's carried forward in her life and it still shows up today. Now, if this sounds familiar to you, or maybe you have a different story 
that led to you creating a lifelong limiting belief that holds you back from going for it or being the leading lady in your own world, then try this. Go back to that story and find another meaning for it. So what do I mean by that? Well, with Georgie, we went back and talked about it. And Georgie came up with the idea that maybe for her mum, it was just that she had super high standards because she wanted the best for Georgie. And she felt that she was being the best parent by constantly showing her ways that she could improve on her situation. She wanted her to shine. And this was really the way that she knew to help her always recognize that there was more that she could do to help her grow. Now, the new meaning that you come up with doesn't need to be true. Now, Georgie said to me, but Sarah, I like that as a story, but I don't think that's the truth. I really think my mum knew how painful this was for me every time she did it, because I would be visibly upset. I would be shaking, I'd be crying. Quite often I had a tantrum or I said something to her. As I got older, we argued a lot. But the thing is, again, it doesn't matter if it's true or not, because it will still work. Because what it does is this new meaning that you go back in time and you change the meaning, you create a new meaning that you can take from it, rather than Georgie feeling that she wasn't good enough. Now she realized that her mum potentially was doing it in the best interests of her daughter to help her shine. Now, it doesn't really matter if you believe it's true, because your brain makes a shift. It creates a shift in your own identity. If you act as if your brain won't know the difference, remember, between real and imagined. So feel as if it's true and act as if it's true and things will start to fall into place. Now, I can hear you saying, but I don't know how. I don't know how I'm going to change this identity of mine. Now, this again is the beauty and the magic of this. You don't need to know the how, because if you show up differently, then the how just falls into place new opportunities show up, new people show up. So it's super important you keep your eyes open for the signs. Keep focused on having an open mind and saying yes to new opportunities as they show up. So do keep your eyes open, be alert and notice when those great opportunities do open up for you. So in summary, I guess for International Women's Day, the choose to challenge message that I have for you is that you can change your disempowering story and your past into an empowering one and move from that trauma to triumph when you choose to challenge the past and create a future that not only serves you, but also inspires others to do the same. You can do this even without vocally speaking up in front of other people. You can do it internally because you have the power to change how you feel through your perception of your own life and taking control of the remote control to your brain. So on International Women's Day, I have a challenge for you. I choose to challenge you from this very moment on to be the leading lady in your own life. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. 
one lucky listener every single week that posts a review in iTunes will win the chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day, including exclusive one-on-one coaching with Sarah Davison herself. Be sure to head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com and pick up a free copy of Sarah's gift. Then join us on the next episode.